the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Hey everyone, welcome back to Half Ass Movie Reviews. My name is John. And my name is Matt. And we are doing another Fast and Furious film, the third in the franchise, but the seventh in the timeline. And that movie is Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Right. Now, I do want to say, because we are doing it in chronological order, therefore, we've already watched four, five, and six mm -hmm. in our watch through. Now, going back and watching Tokyo Drift, there is quite a... It's very jarring. It, it, that chair is... Yeah, very squeaky. Very squeaky chair. Mm -hmm. um, but that, uh, it's just very different. And... Now, did Justin Lin do this one? Yes, Justin Lin and Chris Morgan. So both the- Really? The Chris Morgan who wrote the first three, he wrote this one. Justin Lin, this is his first time directing. He would direct four, five, and six, and then he would come back for nine, if I'm correct. Huh. This is Justin Lin's first movie, but we should also bring up, not his first movie, but this is the first movie he's done in the Fast franchise. Han pops up in a movie he does before this, I believe right. it's called Better, Better Luck, Luck Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. Yep. So. The actor's name, I always forget his name for some reason. Sung Kang, Sung Kang, he plays Han. He, and in this movie, he is by far the best actor. Because Lucas Black is the star of this movie. And right before we get started, I want to apologize to Lucas Black. See, I've been making fun of this movie for a very long time. Pretty much since 2006 when it came out. Mainly because of Lucas Black's just god-awful Alabama accent. Now... I assumed he was doing this accent for the movie. Yeah, it's Bamba Boy. No, that's just his real voice. See, I just didn't know that his voice was a disability. His accent is the problem. It's just his natural accent. He just sounds awful. Drilled. What do you mean, drilled? Well, why, what's so bad about it? I can't Alabama. take it. Yeah, but it takes me just right out of it every time he talks. Maybe it's the combination of the accent with the lines he's forced to deliver, which are mm. also in this movie. Not a good script. <laughs> yeah, see, that's where I'm, where I, I'm seeing a big difference. And I was actually surprised to see Justin Lin did this movie. Now, we didn't have the entire cast and crew. No, it's a whole new cast and crew. For the most part. With Except the for, like, the same writer, Han, Chris Morgan's director. With the exception of Han, however, this is still Han's first. Yes, technically. Performance. Although, but there not. is some Han things in this that pop up. I Like, Han eating stuff as he's, like, acting. He does that in all the movies after this. Right, but so. that's also... So the backstory with that is in Better Luck Tomorrow, he was a smoker. Uh, and so he's substituting smoking with the eating now. Gotcha. But, so they kept that fluent. Um, and the same... Like, there's little things you pick up in this movie if you watch it in, in chronological order where we've already saw the events of 4, 5, 6 with Han in it. So, like, he when he throws... Uh, the keys to Lucas's black character with the car. It's like, yeah, he destroys the car, but he's he's cool with that because, because he's a millionaire. He's got the money. Yeah. He doesn't care. So we already have all the money from the jobs he did with Dom and all that. And the only thing that I bump into that there's a, a plot hole. I'm wondering if it's the same one I have because I was going to ask you about this. What, I mean, I guess we're going to spoil it. But at the very end when Han dies. Mm -hmm. And Vin Diesel shows up. Well, not even before Vin Diesel shows up. So... It shows... What movie had the after credits Six, scene? Six, with Jason Statham, and like, it was right. you don't know me. Right, but so it shows you Jason Statham getting out of that Mercedes that hits um, the T-Bones, Han, and kills him. Mm -hmm. Now, if you watch 
the the scene where Han gets uh, T-boned and flipped over, after the car explodes, you see a lady going up to that Mercedes and seeing if the driver was okay. Ah. Uh. So they didn't um, really write that into the script. That's kind of the hole there. Um, and then the fact that I don't think in that in part six did they show Lucas Black running or out of the car or any of that. No, that's it. it all cuts away pretty quick. Yeah, because Jason Statham went over there. He threw the he threw the Dom's necklace and and then there. Yeah. And then what see, were you gonna say? See, what bothered me was at the very end when we first see when we see Vin Diesel because that was the big deal. Was Vin Diesel pops up at the very end? Um, he's like, I'm here for my friend Han, and he says, uh, you know, he used to run American Muscle. I don't remember ever seeing Han run American Muscle except for maybe in four, but I could be drawing a blank on no, that. Well, the pickup truck. I guess, right? But no, he never. Um, never. No. So, like, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't add up. I've never seen Han run American Muscle in my life. He's always mm -hmm. running tuner imports. So, I don't know. That was one thing that I noticed. But, again, they made this before, so obviously Vin Diesel even looks younger when they roll up very, on him. Very, very young. Yeah, yes. they roll up in, on him in that car. And it makes sense that he'd be there for Han, but he's not there with anybody else. He's just by himself. So, that's a little strange, because this is after the barbecue of six, so he just went there to, I don't know, I guess just... It pay maybe go to the funeral? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I guess that's just something you kind of got to get over. And they tried to bridge it as best as they could. I mean, because I don't think they had plans no. to to uh, really. No, I thought that the franchise was dead after this movie. Although it was a pretty big box office hit, it made 150 million dollars, so it didn't do yeah, too. Yeah, the Fast and Furious movies were doing great up until this point. You know, uh, the first one amazing. Mm -hmm. Too Fast and Furious still a great movie. This one is can be considered a miss to some. Um, I still kind of like this movie a lot, but I would say it might be one of the weaker ones next I would to four. I would say this is right up there with four. Is the, weak. the four, the thing that makes four more passable is like you need four to get to five. Right. So it's four is a necessity. Whereas this movie feels very standalone-ish. Mm. Other than just tying it in in the end with Vin Diesel, if you didn't have that scene in here, this movie can be completely forgotten. Right. For no re This movie doesn't need to exist. It doesn't really seem like it even operates in the same world. Because, I mean, they're in Tokyo most of this movie. Yeah. Yep, yep. So with that, we should probably dive into the movie because we open up in a high school. Yes. Lucas Black goes to high school and one of his classmates is played by, uh, what's his name, Zachary Johnson or something like that from uh, Home Improvement. Right. Now, real quick, did your school have a metal detector? No. No. Did yours? No. It's, I think they're in California, I want right. to say. So maybe that's a reason why. But this looked like a rich kid's school, which yeah. makes it even more... Yeah, especially because the kids were driving Vipers. The one kid had like a 68 or 69 Camaro. Yeah, and you like, were right, by the way, with uh, with Lucas Black's car. It was a Monte Carlo. 1970 Monte Carlo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I... I Honestly, that's a nice car. He got it for cheap, and I don't even know why the kid from Home Improvement would even want to race him. He's just it's an eighty thousand dollar car. Like, right. yeah, Lucas Black has nothing to lose, but you're racing an eighty thousand dollar car against this guy. Well, he's got a lot of money in, under the hood of the Monte Carlo. You know, it was sitting on slicks. It had a no, I mean, built it, motor in there. You know, I don't know exactly what uh, he got done to this thing, but mm -hmm. it it was a. Uh, 
wasn't stock. It was yeah. some sort of a race car. And they threw right out the window, even you wanting to believe that these guys were in high school because both of them look easily in their mid-20s. And it <laughs> turns out they are in their mid-20s because uh, the one kid was born in 81 and the other kid was born in 82. So <laughs> way past graduating high school. And it shows. Yeah, so the, the, the race is antagonized. Race is awesome. Well, what, what had the race even start? Lucas Black is getting to his car where this blonde is sitting on basically the windshield almost, or whatever she was doing, like on top of the car, painting her nails on the windshield and the convertible Viper. And he looks at her and starts talking to her, and the and then the jock douchebag comes up and says, oh, you're talking to my girl, boo-boo, like a dick. And then um, he challenges them to a race, basically, and winner gets the slut. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. It's just like, uh, winner gets me. I'm yeah. like, oh, wow, what a race. Like she, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she wasn't bad, but yeah, sure, I guess I'll, I'll race for that. Sure, why not? I know. And then we get this awesome scene where they're racing through like a uh, development. Yes. You now these houses aren't built yet. And I mean, I would fucking strangle the shit out of them because they fucking, one of them, I mean, it was Lucas Black, goes through somebody's house now, as the whole frame is Now, here is the problem. Here's where the first bit of disbelief comes in. If you noticed, right before this scene, when the jock guy, who's clearly their football players, but he had a baseball on his hand for some reason, throws it through the windshield, the back window of the Monte Carlo, Lucas Black stops, but it, it, it shows the baseball on the ground, and you can see the undercarriage, the underneath of the car. It is on straight-up slicks. They're race slicks. They're, yeah. There's zero no, tread. Yeah. Okay? So just keep that in mind. The Monte Carlo's on slicks. So now, we're racing through this development... Um, it is not a prepped track. It is not a clean road. It's there's dirt, there's sand all over it. Coarse, and rough, and irritating, and it gets everywhere. And then he's driving off the road into the dirt and sand. Now this car would have zero traction, especially if it has any sort of power. Mm -hmm. You know, it, that, those tires would just be spinning. And it's just crazy that he's keeping up with the Viper at this point. I couldn't believe it. And like the Viper is not a slow car. No, it's not. And the Viper is on the road the entire time. Mm -hmm. And then when he finally catches back up to the Viper, he hits him out of the way. The Viper hits into one of those. I mean, they'd be fucking dead because I don't know. Well, if the Viper started that because he basically was about to win the race, and the Viper said, "Oh fuck this! I'm not giving up my girlfriend." And hit the. And he started crashing into him, and then they hit the big cement fucking round. Thing. Yeah, which they'd be dead because that thing is fucking mm -hmm. growing that fast into something that's definitely not going to give. Yes. So they fucking, he wins, but when he wins, he fucking destroys that goddamn car. Yeah, he rolls around, you get that cool little scene of the interior of the car as he's rolling, and I guess he's got a roll cage in it, you see the Tabasco sauce, and... Yeah. Then uh, we're in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Well, the hospital or the police station? It's a hospital. Is it a hospital? I believe so. Okay. Oh, actually, you're right. Yeah, because he's talking Maybe it there. is a police station. Because the cop comes in there, and he tells him, he's like, you see him? He's too connected to get in trouble, but you, yeah. you are prized. And this cop is doing an awful job uh, acting. Screw-ups like you. You know why? Because you're 100% guaranteed conviction. You know, basically laying it all out for him. And again, Lucas Black, no one's going to say he's acting good in this movie. Basically, then his mom shows up, who's probably two years older than him in real life. Basically says, like, oh, I can't do this anymore. And he just says, where are we moving to now? <laughs> now, it, how old is he supposed to be? Because 17. He's in high school. He's getting into all this, dr and they want to get him off the street because yeah. he's such a bad... Uh, he's just in the street racing. Now, I don't know about you. It is a very weak, weak 
plot and yeah. story. And how easy is it to get a car? I don't know about you, but it, it was hard to get a car when we were in your when you're in high school. No, oh, yeah. This guy gets his hands on cars all the time. You got to stop him street racing. Well, like I mentioned, the, the kids in a Viper. If you notice, there was a black like '68, '69 Camaro mm. that pulled in before them, and there was some other high-end, expensive vehicles. So, this is definitely a rich area. Which, well, but he ain't rich. No, he ain't rich. Mm -mm. So he's apparently this is his third town. His mom's not doing it again, and they're out of options. He's either going to juvie hall, or we're going to ship him off to his dad, who is uh, hanging around with Sean Connery in Tokyo. So he gets Sean Connery. Well, from the one movie where he's in Tokyo, hanging out. Uh, no, people aren't going to get that reference. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we so, did. Yes. He, so they ship him off to live with his father, who's on. I don't think he's, it's an army base, but uh, he's... He's definitely in the army, because he's wearing he's an army shirt. The whole time, and <laughs> he lives in Japan, and he gets there a day early because the time is uh, 24 hours ahead, and it looks like his father had some sort of prostitute or... Oh, it was definitely a prostitute. A lady yeah. of the night, yeah. yes. He definitely um, paid for that. Yeah, and he's probably a little upset that um, he did not get his money or his nut. No, his son ruined the whole thing. So they you know. start off on a bad foot. Yep, and his dad starts laying out all the rules mm -hmm. that he has to have and basically saying, like, this is your last stop. You know, you better yeah. not, don't get your fucking hands on a car kind of deal. Like, yeah, uh, you're going to go to school, you're <sighs> going to come home after school, right after school, and you're not even going to look at a car. Now, I've never been to Tokyo. Every movie I've seen Tokyo, the city looks really nice, but the houses they live in very are small. very small. That's yeah. a thing. I don't know if I could live in a house like that. No way. No. I mean, my house is small, but I have, like, land around it. But, like, they're on top of each other. There was a thing. I think he was looking at his neighbor. Like, and he could see into it. Like, yeah, the like, houses are like this. Like, if you're in your house, I'm in my house. Yeah, there might be close. just a... Yeah. It, it, I was like, holy... I don't know if I could do that. No, it made me crazy. actually claustrophobic watching And that's watching dangerous, it. too. If my house goes on fire, yours goes on The whole fire. box down. Yeah. We're losing... Might lose the whole neighborhood, if I'm yeah, being honest. Yeah, so that is, uh, that is the way Japan works. So he's in Japan. He gets his uh, uniform, which is like that, like... Uh, well... He he goes to bed. He gets the bedroom. His dad sleeps in. He probably went five feet away in the rest of the house. <laughs> so he 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 wakes up. The train oh seven hundred seven a.m. Uh, he's looking for the train. He's confused. He doesn't know where he's going. Can't read Spanish or Spanish. Well, Jesus Christ! He can't read uh, Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I mean, same thing for me, you know. The, the Either way or, you're not reading it. No, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he, uh, he's trying to figure out how to get to school. Mm -hmm. He gets there, but he's wearing that, you know, I guess that's the uniform or whatever. And yep. then he goes into class, and I, I don't even know how you navigate this. No. I mean, I'm assuming because Bow Wow's character is also an army kid... I'm guessing that this is the school where army students go to, so there is some sort of way to communicate. But he goes in there, and that teacher doesn't speak a lick of English to not, him. Not a bit. So he goes in there, he makes eyes with the hot girl who is the, the love interest of the movie, and then the teacher is screaming wabaki in his, in his face. Uh, apparently right. that means sandals or shoes or... How, like, because I know that they have like house shoes. Well, that's what those were, yeah. Pretty much, he had to go out there and they had cubbies, I guess. You swap yeah, out, yeah, they're very clean. Like, I don't think you'd do well in Japan, absolutely not. Yeah. Especially if I'm forced to have, first of all, I'm having to change my shoes. I mean, if we're cool, I'm cool in those shoes, just walking mm. around barefoot, but we don't, you might be able to do that. I'm not sure that mm. might be disrespectful. That's they would definitely take that as disrespectful, yeah. it seems like. So, anyway, 
Wabaki, we get some shoes on. Uh, we're in the classroom, and then I think it cuts to the lunchroom. Yes, where Bow Wow walks up to him, and like you know, it's like oh, army brat too, because that's what he is. He is. His name is Twinkie, if I am correct. Yes. So Lucas Black's character is Sean. He befriends Twinkie, a military brat who d- introduces him to the world of drift. Played by Bow Wow. Yeah, Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. Is he Bow- Lil Bow Wow still in no, this? No, I think it says just Bow Wow. Yeah, because, you know, he's like our age, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, he might be a little bit older. but So he's not old, but yeah. One thing about Lil Bow Wow, he was big. Like Mike, uh, Johnson Family Reunion. Which, funny, fo- you ever seen Johnson Family Reunion? No. no. With, uh, what's his name? I was going to say CeeLo, but that wouldn't be right. Oh, uh, Cedric the Entertainer. No. Cedric the Entertainer. So, Cedric the Entertainer. I thought that he looked like his character in the movie Barbershop. Turn, mm. When I first saw Barbershop, I was young. So, I didn't realize that Cedric the Entertainer did not look like that. until. So, when I saw John's The Family Reunion, it was thrown way off. Hmm. Way younger than I thought at the time. So, we're in the lunchroom, and um, Bow Wow comes up, and he tries to sell him a laptop. Mm-hmm. Don't need a laptop. All right, how about a phone? No, I don't need a phone. 2006, guys, remember that. And then he notices the steering wheel on his backpack. He's, oh, are you selling that Sparco sphere, uh, steering wheel? Is that a real thing, by the way? A Sparco steering wheel? Like, would you be interested in something like that since you know more about cars than me? No, I would never get to the point where I'd take my steering wheel off. It's a racing thing, so they can get in and out of the car easier. Gotcha. Or... I guess a theft thing, too. You can't really drive a car without a steering wheel. That's probably a fact. But um, for what he was driving, it does not warrant that. Yes, because this all. actually warrants... This is... Act, not warrants, but this is the... They jump to the next scene where... Well, which, he, but, yeah, he goes, uh, no, this is my ride. He's like, oh, what do you drive? My ride's one of a kind. And it sure is one of a kind. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about this. So it, it says on the Wikipedia what this is. I have never seen this car before, but I would never in six million years buy this car so i've heard of these okay um i'm not sure if they're in north america I, they didn't look like it this looks like definitely something that would be like exclusive to japan or europe or something it, like they've that probably been in forza but it, it it was strange how tall it was i thought it was more like like, like is that car fast like they're, no. they're hyping it up like he's no. got right okay it's stupid that's what so i thought. anyway he's lucas black's character says show me so they have this like car carousel where it it brings all the cars around and shows you all these really nice Porsches and mm-hmm. really nice cars and then we get this hunk of junk fucking Hulk car. Like yeah, he's so got it, it's Hulk hands. So it's a Volkswagen Terran. Uh, now it's like I don't even know how to describe it. It kind of looks like those Scion XB. That's what fucking, I thought it looked like. Scion. Yeah, but it's got like this crazy 3D. Um, like, like the Hulk was inside it and busting through it, and it's just the car is supposed to look like the Incredible Hulk. Now, I hated that. I, I hated I, it too. Because this and is he a, was so impressed. He was so proud of this thing. I'm like, that thing is trying to remember 2006. <laughs> was this a big deal? Like, like did, were people driving cars like? I mean, this no. is still like the uh, well. Okay, people did crazy shit like this back then. They did. But people loved to drive stupid fucking looking cars back then. You got to mm-hmm. remember. That's why I said when they got to Fast and Furious. It really, like, became more, like, they started to make more plain bodies again. And, like, we right. got rid of the underglow. Like, that was, there was a time when that was huge. And people forget. <laughs> yeah, th- that was, like, a car show, tuner world type thing. But nothing I would ever want to drive or be caught dead in. No, me neither. Um, so, 
we get into that and uh and then they go uh i think they go to the drift place right yeah. they go to the but they're on top of a i want to say a garage or, or something like that bow wow takes them to a, a, a social gathering of a drift event yep and that's when they meet uh dk and this is where we first meet han dk is short for drift king not donkey kong like i originally thought so <laughs> <laughs> um and also i want to bring up the drift king's haircut here uh that looks expensive and it looks ridiculous yeah i, I don't think it looked and i mean i guess he was they said he was or had connections to the yakuza which is like the japanese version of the mob mafia yep so he's you know pretty his nissan 350z yep oh three uh riders on the, i always think i need for speed on the round two when it comes to a 350z yes. So, yeah, he's got that, and he's, like, he's not scared. He's well, so, now, the cute girl that was in the class that we uh, that we saw earlier is at this event, so Lucas Black's character decides to go talk to her. And it uh, turns out this is DK's girl, so he sees it from across the way. He comes over, introduces himself, and um, they get in each other's face, and Lucas Black's character challenges him to a race. Without a car. Without a car. And now we finally see Han, mm -hmm. and uh, Han's like, take mine, throws him the keys, and they race. But he has no idea what kind of race he's about to do. No, he doesn't know how to drift. It's, he didn't know it was a drift race or what the fuck drifting was. Yep, and uh, I mean, hey, I guess this was new at the time. Now, do you know what what Han had? A Skyline. There was a Sylvia. A Sylvia, no, 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 no. It's like a 240. Okay. I like the body design of this. I like the color combo of blue, uh, orange, and white that he had on this car. Eh, I prefer a single color. So would I, but I mean, for the time, like that car, at least, it's not the most flamboyant car that's in there. No, it's better, but yeah. that's like something that you would see at like a drift event. Then again, DK was driving just, I think, a plain black car, so actually the his... The 350Z, it might, I think it had like dragons and shit on the side, maybe. Maybe, but it blended in more. But yeah, they have this crazy race. You know, Han throws him the keys, lets him drive. It's like, I want to see what you can do. Yeah. And, you know, they take the elevator there to the now, bottom. Now, again, if you watch this movie as the third movie in the franchise, you'd be like, why the fuck is this guy giving this expensive-ass car to somebody he doesn't know when he's actually buddies with DK, it seems? Yeah. So... But then it's like Hans Rich. He's like, whatever, here, fucking take it. Yeah, that's what we know that all the money he made in, you know, the last three movies that he's loaded. So this is nothing to him. And plus, he's kind of, now we know he's living there alone because Gal Gadot has passed away. So the race is on. We, we, we race and, uh, you know, Lucas Black bangs up the car a bit. Destroys the fucking car. Bangs it up a bit. Dude, I got the confidence like on car. him. Yeah, it does. Yeah, the so. confidence on him, though, to keep trying to race with somebody else's car. I think the first taxi, like, no, dude, I'm sorry, I fucked up. But no, yeah. he races all the way to the top. Yep. He Destroys loses it. horrible. And then I go. Knowing damn well he can't pay for a thing. Oh, yeah. And then Han walks up to him. And I love this line. This is the best line delivery in the whole movie. In a don't movie. leave town. Don't, don't leave town. Don't leave town. And then yeah. just walks. Up. I fucking love that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, best actor in this movie by far. <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> and the drifting scene was really cool, especially when he was going up that. Oh my god, drifting around. Very that. cool. Yeah. Because there's. Very hard. I could never. My car would look just like Lucas Black's car. I think actually, you know what? Some of that shit he didn't have to hit. He just didn't. No. I. Th yeah. Like I think he. 
they had to try really hard to drive that bad. Yeah, he had. Yeah, to I make think really, you could have done a better job. Yeah, like he wasn't even try, like this. Is like some of them. Like I, I guess he was trying to drift, but he didn't need to drift. Yeah, so uh, it didn't make sense because it's still like it's not like in a Forza or Need for Speed game where you get points for drifting. Mm-hmm. The goal is still to win the race. Yes. So uh, Han tells him not to leave town, and then. Does he get a ride home, or we just end up home? He, yeah, he walks scene, in, and his dad's, like, mad. He's just sitting there. He's, drinking, got his, he's just beers. drinking beers. And gets up in his face, like, you know, that's it, you're done! Like, all that shit, you know. Yeah, and then of course tough we, guy. Yeah, of course we know that's not true, you yeah. know. <laughs> Why would you just send your son back to go straight to jail? I just don't understand, again, how... It's just so funny to me that, like, they're talking to him like he's a drug addict. Yes. But it's really, he's addicted to street racing. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's just impossible with the amount of money it costs to be a street racer. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Yeah. Um, not the strongest plot, not the strongest story. But, anyway, um, so Han basically says to repair, so the next scene... Well, the next day, Han picks him up, and he's like, you know, he owes is that him how, money. Is that how it happened? He doesn't go to school? I think he either is. Is there a school scene that we're missing? I don't know if there's another school scene in this movie. Like, I mean, we might see him in school, but I think it's just, like, establishing shots. I don't remember if there's actually a scene in the school anymore. Right, so Han picks up uh, Sean, at, or he's walking out of the school or something like that, and I think he sees Han, and Han says, get in. Yeah, and he can't say no, because he owes him definitely a lot of fucking money, right. and he's like, he knows that he can't pay him back, so he's basically got him running errands for him. Yeah, and, it, and it's... Now, this... It says it's an RX-7, but now it's a Fortune RX-7. I don't know if that's different. Maybe that's not an international thing. That could be. Because the you know RX-7 is what Dom was driving, yeah. the red one. It didn't look like one. an it's RX-7. It's a lot shorter. Yeah. This looked like a, like an NSX or, or something like that. I'm sure it's just like either like just a, a, an exclusive to like an international territory. Mm. Which, you know, this is the first movie they actually weren't in America. Or I think, yeah, they were just in L.A. and Miami in the first two movies. So this is the movie when they first, later movies, they just travel the fucking world in the entire movie. So Han makes Sean his uh, his muscle. He, he brings him to, I guess, this sort of spa or something where there's a big fat sumo wrestler with a paw ta- uh, tattoo on his chest. He says, go get my money. Han's sitting in the car eating. Sean gets thrown out, runs back in. The guy comes out, throws him his money. Now we're even. Now we're driving around. And uh, actually, he throws the keys to Sean. Yeah, because the thing is... Lucas Black's character. The thing is, is, like, Sean, he sees, like, I guess he just sees, like, potential in him. Yeah. Like, he's, like, a raw talent. Like, he's, like, a rookie. Like, if you're an NFL fan, like, you'll see every well, year... Well, he like, explains it later. Yeah, basically. just oh, because the he's, football field. Because he stands up to the DKs, really. Yeah. Like, he's, like, no so, one else will. Yep, so we get the money. He throws the keys to Lucas Black's character. And now he's driving. And it's nighttime. We're, we're going pretty fast on the highway there. They pass the cop, and um, the cop doesn't pull out because if you can do better than 80, I think right? 180 kilometers, they don't even bother because their cars are factory tuned. It's just a lot of the stuff they say, like when Bow Wow was talking about something, he's he's got like a new camshaft, and it's like they just throw in these fucking terms because they like, don't expect. You know what it is? It's like they, the car enthusiasts. There's few in the audience, but for the most part, they're trying to 
for everybody. So they know yeah. they're just thinking that the most regular people aren't going to ask any questions. Right. <laughs> so it's a little. Uh, you got to defy a lot of belief, but it's yeah, it's a little tough to digest. But that sometimes. might be true. I can I can see that. Why are the cops going to waste their time if like well, you know, a cop over here? Uh, well, I know Suffolk County has the same Mustang I have, but supercharged. Well, I'll, fun fact: uh, last night on my way home, I was on my way to the movies. Um, I was doing sixty. Yeah. In the middle lane, and I swear to God, this car comes fucking flying by me in the HIV lane. And doing like easily. HIV? Yeah, I like to say HIV. Okay. So, anyway, easily doing a buck 20. So, I'm like, fuck, he better hope that a cop doesn't get him. And right behind him comes a fucking unmarked black Mustang with just the lights mm. behind him. So it was a Mustang? It was a, it was a black car, so it was very hard to see, but maybe Mustang or Charger, one or the other. But it was on the LIE. Uh, so. I mean, right behind him. And they're both fucking booking. And he didn't catch him because I went three more exits and they both weren't pulled over. So I don't know what happened. Hmm. So, but that car was flying. So it makes you wonder. Maybe some of these cops, yeah, I guess you probably wouldn't waste your time. For helping um, Han out, he also offers to teach him how to drift. Yep, which he needs help with, obviously. Yes. So now we are at some dock or something like that. And, uh, we are, he gives him the Evo. He gives him, now here's the next problem. An Evo is an all-wheel drive car. So, but I always think of an Evo as a drift car for some reason, probably because of this movie. Yeah, it's not, though. It's, you, you'll never see an you, Evo. You can't kick the rear out. Well, you, uh, you can drivetrain swap it and make it rear-wheel drive, I guess, but why? Uh. Now, I had a question for you as far as this. Now, when you're making a drift car, do you push, like, the brakes? Like, do you put more right front brake to make the tail kick out more so that when you hit the brakes, it, you know, the weight pressure shifts to the front so it shifts the back out more? What do you mean? Well, I'm a NASCAR fan, so that's one thing that they do to turn the cars like, left. Brake, so when you hit, like, when you hit, you know, you shift the balance of the brakes. So the front yeah. brakes, so to make the car turn left, you put more front brake in on the left front so it'll turn left more. Right. They do that for drift cars, too, to make the rear kick out more? Well, it's more of a, I, there's probably something like that, but they also just have the handbrakes. Oh, okay. You know, the, to lock up the rears real quick to get, to initiate a slide. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I was wondering how that all worked. I don't know the science behind it. I've never Yeah, drifted. I've never been up close to a, a legit drift car like that, um, but I'm sure there is some sort of. Like you got to tune it a certain way, because that's all that is, is tuning it a certain yeah, way. Yeah, there is probably some sort of. I'm sure there's some modifications with, done to the braking, but for sure there's there's handbrakes in there to, oops, you know, to the rear tires to lock them up to start sliding. Um, so is this the montage where he's practicing and burning through tires real fucking quick? Yes. Yeah, so we're at the dock. Those two uh, guys are fishing and say this that's not drifting, and they're laughing and blowing through tires and not having a, a, a good run at it. Is this that night when he goes out with like the group of kids and he's got the girl in the car and they're going around drifting like through the neighborhood? Which, no, not yet. Because I love that scene. Actually. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so Han explaining that he's helping Sean as he's the only person willing to stand up to Takashi? That's, that's DK. That's DK. Okay. Yeah, his real name's Takashi, but you okay. know, he goes by DK because again, <coughs> he's the drift king. Yes. Um, so... We get we're getting montages of him practicing, and then he eventually he gets better. Yeah, he soon masters drifting by practicing in the 06. Like Evo. I said, raw talent. He just needed to be worked. That's yep. it. He saw something in him, Han. It wasn't um, his accent though. Now I feel like this is skipping a lot of scenes because it's saying he gains respect after defeating DK's right hand man 
Morimoto. Yeah, he has a race with another guy and wins. Yeah, which is, I think, also driving a 350Z or 370Z. Well, yeah, I think this is that scene. So yeah, so they, they're out, like, drifting and hanging out. Well, no, actually, no. Mm, so you go, this is when they go on the date. Yes. And they they get, like, the, the, the food and then... Well, I know that also she confronts, or DK confronts her. Yeah, so I guess they did go out with the friends because it's saying the next day, enraged Takashi beats up yeah. Sean the next day. And I have, to, I have to say it. I just have to say it. When Lewis Black is talking to her, he has a line, which may be the worst written line ever. Today I got my license. Today I got my first speeding ticket. That line is atrocious. Yes. So that was the night they go up and we get that little montage. The drifting. They're all, they're all tandem drifting up there. Which, which is, is really awesome. Cool. I again, like anyone who can actually do that, very talented. Because again, I just I have to be clear. Somebody who has hit guardrails just going straight. I think if you give me enough time, the vehicle, and a place to do it, I think I could get it. No way. I mean, I used to drift my Explorer around a little bit. No, you, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. I fishtailed it. That's not drifting. It's about the same. I used to hit the sand at the right angle. It was fun. <laughs> so, yeah, the next day, uh, we see DK confronts her because they used to live together. They get in a big argument. You know, he throws a big tantrum, and he does some of his worst acting in the movie because, again, <laughs> nobody else can just fucking act in this movie except for the actor who plays Han, who's the best by far. <laughs> right. So they get in a little thing. They appear to break up. Then we pan over to Han's garage as three people are looking up into a undercarriage of a car. Probably none of them know what they're doing. And then we turn around at the exact time as she walks through the door. Well, Lucas Black looks away right as she's walking through the door and she's standing there crying. And uh, he goes and comforts her. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Good. I'm sure he has soothing words with that accent. So Takashi, DK's uncle, Kamada... The like, head of the Yakuza I was gonna say. reprimands Takashi for allowing Han to steal from him. Now, how did Han stole from it? I don't. I didn't pick that up. Either did I? I guess because they were doing. There was a lot of backroom business meetings. You saw that they were. This you know, felt like a plot in the movie that they didn't like. They cut right, a lot yeah, of so, scenes from that. Don't give us the information that we need. Yeah, it's something you don't really see mm-hmm. or really explain. You just kind of see it in the background. I feel like this and was left on the, the door on yeah. them. Yeah, it's. It's. It got left on the cutting room floor because they, it doesn't get brought up ever again. Because right, eventually, yeah. um, I think we're getting to the scene where unfortunately Han goes. Well, uh, not yet. But we. That's why we. Uh, they just probably did that to um, give us a reason to make DK the villain and separate them from Han. And they confront Han, Sean, and Neela. Neela's the hot chick about the thefts. Twinkie causes a distraction by when he kicks the doors down and mm-hmm. they all escape. Um, because I think DK had a gun to his head, right? Yeah, he, had he a did. Gun out. He did. Well, the Yakuza, you don't fuck with him. Yep. Uh, he caused the distraction, allowing mm. them all to escape. Mm-hmm. And, right, so you're right. This is when Han dies. Yep. Yeah, so... Because uh, this actually came with quicker in the movie than I thought. Not a long movie, yes, it did, but... It, yeah. it did come pretty quick. I just don't know how they all got away. No one brings up the fact, like, as he dies, like, no one, there was no cops in there. Well, to, no, like, not even that. Like, how they, did they all... Like, okay, they dropped the doors, but it's just like a quick little... I don't know. So they all seem to get out of there. Um, they, they all jumped in separate. Han gets in his own car. The the chick cops in with Lucas Brack and the Evo. Bow Wow is out. And they're all running away. But they're all chasing Han. I guess Han's the one they want. So they're chasing him through town. 
And then this is the scene where they're drifting through Japan, and really cool scene, really it is cool chase lit scene. Beautifully, yeah, really awesome chase scene. Um, I like when they're coming through like that big like <sighs> Times Inter- Square type area intersection. They, it's they uh, with all and, the crosswalks. Yeah, yeah and, that's and one the, of the also- sea of people just kind of move to the side. Now somebody hit Han, and that's what flips them over. From yeah, the so we're drifting around, and then Han's coming down the street. Somebody, a Mercedes T bones Han's car, and it. Causes it to roll over and land on its roof. Fleek and fuel. We get that spark that uh, ignites it and it explodes as Lucas Black's running over to it. Now, in the end of six, the after credit scene was basically this scene, but they kind of redid it a little bit because, like we mentioned before, if you look really, really close, after the car explodes, there's like an above camera view and you can see people walking and seeing if the driver in the Mercedes is okay, where we know now that the driver of the Mercedes was Jason Statham, um, Shaw. Fast and Furious movies basically might as well just be Marvel movies. Nobody's dead. Nobody's dead, and we could just rewrite things, because um, if you think Han's dead forever, unfortunately, and they spoil that in a fucking trailer. That kills me. It sucks. They connected it as best as they could, um, but not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's a... You gotta defy some belief, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, you gotta kind of just be like, all right, whatever. So, uh, we see that. The police show up. We all, we have to get out of there, you know. We don't want to go to jail. No. no. And even though our friend Han's dead, mm-hmm. we gotta move on. And then, uh, I think now we're building up to our conclusion, if I'm correct. Right after the, the crash scene, um, Sean takes Neela back to his place. And as they're knocking on the door, trying to get in, because uh, I think he ran away from home at this point already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he moved in with Han, so now he's got nowhere to go. So he goes back, crawling back to his dad. And uh, as he's waiting for the door to open, uh, DK pulls up with his uncle, and they hold him at a gunpoint. But Daddy comes to save the day. He's supposed to be an army guy, right? Yeah, this this. He didn't off. look comfortable with the gun in his hand. No, he didn't. Right? First, I'm starting to think that he wasn't in the army no. and he just had an army T-shirt. Mm. <laughs> because or the actor just never held a gun before. It's possible he's an actor. I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, you know, um, I'm gonna go with that one. That happens a lot. If you've ever seen the movie Major League, Wesley Snipes was uh, apparently not really good at baseball. So, mm. you know, that's unfortunately how that works. They're he was actors. Pretty good in the fan. Yeah, well, I, that's weird, right? He's played a couple movies where he played baseball. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so we are, uh, we are, at, we have a little confrontation. We have a little standoff. How, like, how do they resolve it? They just kind of get in the car and said, "We'll see when Daddy's not around." Yeah, and then didn't his dad like now? His dad's like, like, oh, he's just standing there holding the gun, like. Yeah, and his not, dad like basically lets him go, like, like you know, you got to do it, basically. He's right? like, "I'm putting you on a plane." Oh, act. So DK takes the chick with him. She said, "Get in the car." And that's how they left. He wanted to take her and then beat up Sean or whatever, but he she sacrificed. What I don't know what she. I don't. She's an idiot for really getting in the car with them. Yeah, but no, she. She went with them. They take off. Sean's dad says, you're getting on a plane tonight. He's like, no, dad, this is my problem. I need to solve it. I got to figure this out and take care of business. This is the last So he starts walking away. He walks, I guess, back to 
some garage, an empty garage where Bow Wow's there, and then Bow Wow's trying to leave town now. And mm -hmm. he's like, no. Cause now, how old do you think Bow Wow is? Well, hey. Bow Wow's an army brat, too. His family lives there. That's right, the so he's like, uh, I'm going to leave town. Like, do you live by yourself, too? Like, no, you're he just going to uproot? And just because he's 35 years old in the movie doesn't mean the character is. <laughs> but it's well, it was just funny. These these high school kids saw. Oh, we gotta we gotta leave town. Yeah, parents are never. He knows people. Yeah, no, I, I I'll never understand these. That's crazy. They're Americans walking around in Japan. They're all just communicating, no problem. Like <laughs> this yeah. movie, you have to defy. I think the most belief until we get to six because it's just ridiculous. And they drag safe through Berlin in the fifth one. So forget it. <laughs> this part, I'm reading this in the wiki, which I did not catch, but apparently. Apparently, Twinkie gives his money to Sean to replace the money Han stole from... Yeah, I, this I remember. He hands him all his money. And he's like, he and Trump and Lucas Black says something to him in his dumb accent. And he's like, oh, you know, and he's like, no, you take it. Like, you know, he's like, I owe you. Whatever. See, I don't remember that. No? No. no yeah, I remember I, him. I must have missed that part. Um, so, Sean returns the money to Kamada, which is DK's uncle, and then proposes a race against TK. With their loser having to leave Tokyo. <laughs> like, you read that sentence, right? Yep. And yeah. 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 <laughs> Losers gotta leave Tokyo. Okay, some of you wrote that down and they put it in a movie. I just wanna. <laughs> like I said, not a strong plot. No. <laughs> but overall, it's a fun movie. Oh, yeah, no. Um, Again, the racing scenes are so good in this yeah, movie. Yeah, so his uncle agrees to the challenge on the condition that the race takes place on the mountain, which Takashi himself has been the only person to descend successfully. Yep. So that's that really windy, dangerous cliffside road, which is perfect for drifting. And you could tell that the people who made Need for Speed, uh, what was the one after America's after Most Wanted? Uh, Carbon. Mm -hmm. Really loved this scene because there's a mountain like this, just like this in Carbon. Yeah. So And this movie came out, I believe... Around it, the time. So actually, yeah. I think the yeah. same year. Makes, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. So... Um, we need a car. Uh-huh. That was and a good question. And it just so happens that Sean's dad had this, like... Oh, the Mustang. 67... This was... I had a big... I had a big question for you about this. Can a Mustang do this? Why not? Well, a Mustang... You don't think mu drifting... Of course. You think a Mustang can kick back like that? Yes, I know it's rear-wheel drive. It's got a lot of power under the hood, but I just think that the wheel spin, the, rev the RPMs are just going to be too much for the drifting. Mm -mm. No? Okay. Well, it, there's actually, in drifting, Mustangs are used a lot. Really? Okay, see, so yeah. yeah. Any rear-wheel drive car can drift. It can, but I just felt like you have to tune. I get. I, I just wouldn't think that you can tune highly that tune, Highly tunable. Yeah, okay. Yes. All right. So well, anyway, but if mistake. you also paid attention, there was no motor in this Mustang. I remember when they first saw it early in the movie. Yes, you saw it early in the movie. Sean's father was working on the on, it's a 67 Fastpad. He was doing something under the hood with there's no motor in it, so I'm not entirely sure. I think it was just for the scene so they say all right well we have no cars left everything was impounded but they didn't impound this the the sylvia that was uh banged up in the beginning so yeah. they take the motor and put it in the mustang then does that work too of course it does it's okay. engine swap baby all right so um not i mean it's kind of cool you know it's so I believe so sylvia i think that's like a k-series motor i forget the I'm not like everything a, is going to hook up right? I feel like you have to no, swap out a lot of parts. There is a lot of modifications being done to this, but it's a, a six-cylinder turbo motor 
versus like a Ford V8 motor. You know, it's not the original motor. So there's a lot. That's why they showed the welding and all that stuff. You have to do custom engine mount, transmission. They did this pretty fucking fast. Like that is that's a major project. Yeah, major project. You don't think it's getting done in a day and a half? Like I absolutely not. Mm -hmm. We beat the odds. We we do the impossible. We put this motor out of the Sylvia into the Mustang. We have a pretty cool car. Yep, and then we end up in a pretty damn cool race. So that night on the mountain, crowds gather to see the race. That's one thing I noticed in this movie too. People do show up for these races. Mm-hmm, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. So DK takes the lead initially, but Sean's training allows him to catch up. Mm-hmm, he learned. Like he I learned said, now he's the best. Quick. So DK repeatedly rams Sean's car, eventually misses, drives off the mountain while Sean crosses the finish line. Sean wins. Sure does. So this is this was a really cool scene though. The drifting. I oh, love it. This. Every racing scene in this movie is good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, That's why they kept bringing Justin Lin back because they're like he knows how to shoot the movie yes. really well. DK rolls off the mountain, crashes the car. Um, Lucas Black's character he wins, and his uncle says, "All right, you know you won fair and square. You're free to go." Mm-hmm. And uh, so now. He is the new DK. He's the new Drift King. Yep, that's it. He's the reached the mountaintop in Tokyo so, at only 17 years of age. Yep. So the next scene, we are at a just you know a weekly event. We're at the the car show drift event, and uh, Bow Wow comes. He says, "Hey, this guy wants to race you." And he goes, "No, not tonight." He's like, "Well, he knew Han." Uh, and he's like, "All right, let's race." And then we pull up. And we and the, see Dom. Yep, the big reveal. I'm mm -hmm. here for my friend Han. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's some dialogue to go back and forth that actually tracks. Um, well, except with for the, the muscle car. The muscle car thing, which, mm, not, yeah. not quite, but. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I like this scene a lot. And this is what I remember people talking about when this movie came out. Oh, Vin Diesel's back. Like, this is what everyone was talking about. And then he says Han was family. Yeah, of course. First time. So this is the birth of it. Really. Yeah, that's the first time he brings up family, which, you know what? I love that they paid off. That this pays off. Yeah. I do. I do. I like the Han storyline because Han's one of the best characters in the series. So overall, I do like this movie. So do I. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. It's not the best. If you take away the shitty story, you take away the shitty acting. It's still a fun movie to watch. If you're a Fast and Furious guy, if you're a it's car entertaining. Person, it's an entertaining movie. Yeah. It's a fun ride. It's not long. You know, you're in, you're out. The drifting is great. Yeah, you know, I always think of Always Sunny when they're in like uh, Little Tokyo, and he's like, oh, "Keep their eyes peeled for drifting." All right, okay. people here, they love to look. Look at this guy. Yeah, he he's like definitely a drifter. He all right, drifter. he's going oh, in his car and he's gonna he's slide like it sideways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and it's because of this movie that they yeah. make that joke. So, so um, great movie. I I have fun with this one. Not the strongest in the franchise, but again. It's just part of the franchise. It is. It's just really, and you know what? I like that now it's intertwined with the story because Han and everything like that. And if you want to see the origins of Han, you got this and better luck tomorrow. So, mm -hmm. you know, again, he's a great actor. So he's the. He's just in this movie. Lucas Black just drives me absolutely fucking insane. It's I can't not that bad. You know, it's. I'm telling you, man. It, it frustrates me. Mm. It frustrates me. I, listening to him talk, and now that I know that's just how he sounds, it's not his fault. You know, right. it's just, it's like the thing from Big Daddy. Stop picking on the deliver guy. It's not his fault he can't read. So mm. I got to stop picking on Lucas Black. It's not his fault. That's that's how his voice is. It's just, mm. it's frustrating. Like, um, 
I'm never gonna want to talk to him. He's right up there with people who annoy me with their voices. Like I fucking. think you're uh, blowing this way out of proportion, and you're being a little hard on him. Maybe. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Enough of me shitting on Lucas Black. That chair is very. Yeah. Loud. You better get some WD-40 on yeah, that or we'll something. Tr- we'll do that. You gotta lube that bad boy up. We will do that. But next up in the franchise review is gonna be Fast and Furious Seven, which is probably no. It is the saddest movie in the entire franchise. So that's, One of the only movies that makes me cry. Which is, I can't believe that of all movies that are out there, that's the one that gets you. That's one of them, yeah. That's crazy to me. All right, I mean, it does get me emotional, but there's movies that are ridiculously sad, and that's the one you pick. So, mm. yeah. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it here for us for another episode of Half-Assed Movie Reviews. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, search for us on all podcast services, give us a five-star rating there. And then, you know what, go out and get your nicest drift car and make sure you hit some corners real nice and tight and have yourself a good day and tell all your friends about us. On a closed course, of course. Of course.